Catch a vibe with Big Hass only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace and love, everybody. And welcome to another week of Catch a Vibe and another episode. We've actually um, reached episode number 35. Man, oh man. Um, incredible uh, singers, songwriters, musicians, music enthusiasts um, on the show. If you've missed any, any episode, Catch a Vibe airs every Saturday and Sunday, obviously from 9 to 10 p.m. Uh, but all our episodes are available on YouTube and also streaming uh, platforms. Um, shout out to all the musicians. Seriously, I say this nearly every other show. It rejuvenates me um, to get to know them, uh, to humanize uh, the artists and to understand their, 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 their writing process, their music process, their journey. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's all a journey. And it's incredible to, for for Pulse95 Radio to give me this platform for me to be able to document as well and highlight um, and give a safe space as well for performers and, and singers and artists to, to speak. Um, today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is... Um, he, he captivates me. Um, he is such a, um, such a hard worker and very passionate about what he does. Um, I've never reached out to him um, asking for something related to music and he is always down uh, to work always down to play always down to perform uh, singer songwriter um, a storyteller um, what's incredible about him is he has still yet to kind of release officially his his kind of debut record but he's been when you when you say his name in the music community in the UE you know he's been at it for quite some time so I want to know from him uh, obviously in this sit down, the reasons why, and obviously, when is he gonna dropping? Uh, you know, um, his, his his original. If he's writing his own original, because I think it's truly important. Um, singer songwriter Ramzini, we're gonna say hello, man. How are you? Good, man. Good. Such a pleasure to be on here with you tonight. Thank you so much for having me. And honestly, what an intro. Ah. Oh, made me blush. <laughs> Look, I think the captivating part is uh, you know I came here to the UAE 2016, and mashallah, you. You, um, I've got to know you ever since, I think. And uh, yeah, you're one hardworking, you know, individual for sure. So your story with music, and this is why I like asking this question because everyone has a different story. For some people, music called them. For them, for some others, like they ran after music. How was your intro to music? And, uh, you know, where, what inspired you to get into it in the first place? Well, that's a tough one to answer because there's when my music journey started but also there's when my songwriting music uh, mm. journey started mm. and they're two very different parts take of me life. how the music started so the music started around the age of eight okay uh, i took piano for a couple of years mm. uh, i had a lovely lovely teacher uh her name was venus farra but shout out venus sh- farra shout out well, she was the beginning of everything for me. But sadly, she retired mm. two years into uh, my piano lessons, and I never found anyone I could be comfortable around. So I kind of dropped that age of 10. Age of 12, 13, I picked up the guitar. Wow. And uh, So wait, one, th- one second. What, what made you, why the guitar? Like, what was it about the guitar that made you, okay, let's go. So, okay. So YouTube was uh, yeah. relatively new around that correct, time. Correct, correct. Um, and I really, really loved the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Guns N' Roses. Ooh. Very different styles, I know. Yeah. But I absolutely loved them. And I would just go on YouTube. And my thing, and it's still my thing, is I don't care much about music videos. I love live performances. Oh, wow. And I'd just be watching their live gigs, sometimes a full concert, sometimes just specific songs I like. And You're see- learning. And Yes, sir. But you see, for me, I would see John Frusciante from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and how he'd be on stage. Same thing with Slash. I'm like, yeah, oof, I want to be those guys. Uh, I want to be those guys. And it was always, I just want to be the guitarist. At, at, at this point, you were where were you? And in, in, uh, you're obviously Lebanese. Are you in Lebanon or here? No, born and raised in Dubai. So I okay. was here at the time. Okay, okay. Um, and so, you know, a few months of watching those videos and just that desire would grow in me and I saved up enough money. I bought myself a guitar. Wow. Uh, I only took four or five lessons with Kamal Musallam who was just what? on the show. Yes. Yeah, just... He uh, was on the show. 
couple not, of weeks ago. Not a right? legend, yeah. Amazing, amazing guy. We're still in touch. I love bumping into him. But yeah, uh, I had those four or five lessons with Kamal and then uh, I just kept at it on my own. Wasted no time, found a few friends in school. We formed a band. What school were you? I was in Lycée Georges Pompidou. I oh, was in the French school. Yeah, parler français. Okay, okay, amazing. Um, what's the band? Uh, it was called Cold Wired. Oh, Cold Wired. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've heard the name. Yeah. Uh, active from was it 2003, 2004 to 2008. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then university, we all split ways. And that's when I kind of started my solo journey. Mm. So, so before we get into that, uh, it's interesting. Okay, so it was you mainly watching, obviously, artists like, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, you know, and, and, and stuff like that that got you into it. But what was it about them that led you? Like, okay, you looked at this guitarist. What was it about the guitar? Like, is it, for example, the way they were on stage? Man, the, yeah, that, that energy on the stage. Power, okay. It's just, you don't see that anywhere. Those guys are like fully absorbed mm. into what they're doing. They've got tens of thousands, yeah. if not hundreds of thousands of yeah. people in the crowd watching them. And they're just having the time of their lives. They're having the time of their lives. And it's and, just a beautiful and, thing. And you know what's interesting? Obviously, you know, you saw that and it impacted you as a, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a young man. It, it impacted you. You took matters into your own hands, um, you know bought your own guitar that's incredible and then obviously um, took lessons and then bam um, that's very interesting um, would you say your songwriting started when you went solo or was that before just a bit before wow just a bit before at that point in uh, my life and this is honestly I'm gonna give full credits to uh, the singer of our band as a 15 16 year old this guy was writing songs and lyrics, you know, they were far beyond his age. Inspired you? Really inspired me, really inspired me. And like through him, I started paying attention to lyrics. And then that kind of trickled into all the other bands and musicians I would listen to. And then for me, it became very important that if there's not a good set of lyrics associated to a great piece of music, I can't listen to that song. Oof. Yeah, it's become for me very lyrically driven because... It's, it's a cool mindset to have, especially for somebody who plays like an alternative rock or rock because lyrics are so associated with hip-hop right now in terms yeah. of like, you know, it's just uh, deep. and Very interesting that you have this um, mentality. Man, because it's funny, like in the end, we all kind of go through the same things and we all kind of feel the same way uh, about certain things and really just... Hearing someone sing about it can either help you through it or make you feel better about Facts. it, right? And so that kind of also became my purpose with my songwriting. Wow. Yeah. But that was like, that was early on then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. okay. So we got to know um, kind of Ramzinho in a way. And before we take a short break, I'm going to put you on the spot as well. The, the, the name Ramzinho came in place when? So You used um, to go by... I used to just go by Ramsey. Ramsey, okay. Just go by Ramsey. Um, the way Ramzinho came about, funnily enough, has nothing to do with music. And has everything to do with? Football. 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 <laughs> I was on the university football team. I used to live in Rome for four years. Rome? Yeah, in wow. Rome. Mm. And there was this really intimidating guy <laughs> on our team called Ron. Uh, Albanian guy. Love that guy. <laughs> one day, just one day... He, he's the kind of guy who yells at you on the pitch, okay. right? You know, like is uh, he in the team with you or against you? With me, with okay, me. Okay. We were on the same team, and he wasn't afraid to like call out any mistake. Okay, okay. Right, and then there was just this one day where, I guess I must have been playing really well, and he just threw out the name Ramzinho. Wow. And it stuck. It stuck. It stuck within the team. Then it left the team and made its way through my friends. Social network. Yeah, <laughs> and then when I moved back here. No one knew me as Ramzinho. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and um, I would play music, go by the name Ramzi, and then it started getting a bit more serious. And I'm fully aware there's already a popular, well known Ramzi. So mm. I'm like, you know what? 
I want to bring I want to bring that Rome into Dubai. You know, uh, it was a place where I felt amazing and very confident. So why not bring that here with me? And so Ramzinho became my wow. stage name. Wow, Ramzinho, cool. Yeah. yeah, I really like it. The fact it came from football as well. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot, Ramzinho. All right, sir. Since you don't have original music out yet, and we talk about original music up next, uh, I want you to give me a name of a song we'll play right now of any artist you like, whether it's locally, regionally, internationally, it don't matter. We'll play their record right now. And it doesn't matter, obviously. What's cool about this is that some of the musicians have named some artists I'm not familiar with, and they got their first radio play ever in the UAE, and they felt like you were crazy. So any artist that you feel like, as long as it's clean, radio-friendly, I got you. All right, cool. So I know it's a question on the spot, so think about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is quite on the spot, but it is. you know what? Mm. Um, let's go with... Mm -hmm. Yes, tough one. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. Let's go with Be Myself by Parcels. Oh, wow. Okay. I, th I think I know this record. Uh, I'm sure you do. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Okay. These guys, to me, they're mm. individually and collectively the greatest musicians and like masters of their instruments. Wow. And bring them together, and it's quite the experience. Amazing. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Pulse 95 Radio. I'm with Ramzinho, a singer, songwriter, a, a storyteller, really, um, in the UAE. We, about to, we got to know him, how he got into music and all. But right now, we're going to get deeper into his songwriting and, um, you know, obviously his original music. We're going to be right back. Keep a luck. It's Pulse 95. Catch a vibe with Big S only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Pulse. Catch a vibe on Pulse 95 Radio. Uh, it's your host, Big Hass. Catch a vibe airs every Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 10 p.m. Um, I want to shout out Charger Brokers Authority and Pulse 95 Radio for giving me this amazing honor. Uh, today's guest is Ramzinho. Um, he is a singer, songwriter, a storyteller. But I think what's incredible about the musicians and the artists I get is also uh, if when I get to know them on a personal level as well, I get to see their passion, obviously, um, you know, to what they do and, and their heart. And I know a lot of people don't like to discuss musicians and, 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 and artists. They want to see the art. But I like the human behind the artist. And Ramzi, I got to say this truly. I appreciate you as a human. Um, no, seriously. I appreciate you as a human. And, and, and I have appreciation to each and every artist I've, I've, I've met and each in their own way. Um, but you have, a, you have such a, a, a cool vibe about you. You're somebody that's truly, truly passionate about this. Um, so, and, and before we even talk about you know, songwriting, I, I want to know, um, you know from you, in what way you think music healed you? You, you get the hoop because I feel it did like with you specifically with the vibe that you give out even with the um, you know from what I heard before and from your songwriting uh, music played a big role yeah listen um, it first started with other people's music healing me until I found a way to heal myself through my own music and that I think has been the greatest feeling because I can't just write a song kind of in a thought out way or a mathematical way. It really needs to kind of just come. And it comes because it's the result of months, sometimes years of kind of holding this feeling inside and really trying to understand it. Mm. And once I do, it finds a way to just translate into... <laughs> a guitar part, a melody, lyrics, all three combined. And yeah, I feel with every single song I've written in, as far as I can remember, mm. there's always been a period of healing that's followed. And um, I most recently, even just a month ago, uh, this past year, has been maybe the hardest year of my mm -hmm. life. And especially uh, this summer was, I probably went through my biggest trauma to date. Mm. And then the turning point was this new song I wrote. The, the one that you're releasing hopefully soon. 
now that's coming way later the one i'm releasing mm. hopefully soon well it's not hopefully the one i'm releasing soon is oh that's a whole other story it's called give me a break okay and when i wrote it i genuinely felt i needed a break <laughs> but two years later now that it's recorded yeah and i'm listening to it now yeah i was telling my producer bay looney i was telling him and Shout i feel out. i feel my younger self wrote this song for me in present day Oof. yeah Okay, so listen, there's a lot of questions right here. First, is how come you haven't dropped an original, although you have written, obviously you have songs written. So the question is, and I don't come in from a place of, because um, I know I've seen musicians, you know, have music, but they haven't released it. Now, each to his or her own way. I'm asking you, as Ramzinho, what was it that, that stopped you from releasing, at least? So um, there are a few things. Okay. At, at first, it was lack of belief in myself. Okay. Right. Okay. When I got over that, um, it was a more of I need to do everything myself kind of thing. Okay. And that was two years of really trying and putting in so much time and effort into self-producing. Here in this way, sorry to cut you off. Here is it in in you didn't like how you sounded, or were you like too hard on yourself? Um, a bit of both and also lots of concern about what other people thought, you know. So, for example, a little anecdote. Um, when I first moved back to Dubai, I used to frequent the open mic scene a lot, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'd see all the other musicians go up on stage, do a great job, come down and like everyone would be like, oh, you sounded amazing. You have such a beautiful voice. Oh, you sing so well. Uh, I'd go up on stage and I'd come down. And I'd get, oh, you're so good at the guitar. I'm like, uh, mm. that's not really what I want to hear, but it, thank you, I guess. Interesting. You know? Okay. Um, so they kind of bigged you up on the on the playing, but didn't uh, talk about like your songwriting or the, exactly. or the, or the voice. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look, from one end, uh, I, I feel like that, yeah, I mean, look, musica adwak, right? Like, so music is really just one of the subjective things. So I don't, I'm not sure. I, I, uh, um, did you see what they were saying? Like, did you did, did that one, one of the reasons that made you feel this way? Um, listen, I know I know that's not how they meant it. Uh, I get it. <laughs> but you know, for, for us artists, naturally 100%. very sensitive. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So we tend to like block out all the compliments and like look for focus on the yeah. facts. <laughs> and the thing is, like, they didn't say anything negative. It's the fact that they, they didn't they say didn't something. Highlight right? It. Yeah. Mm. And you're like, hmm. Am I, do I, maybe should I, I should just stick to guitar? I don't know. But you know what? Um, I love singing. Mm. I need singing. Yeah. And I wouldn't really have anyone else sing Oof. my own songs. Yeah. And also, I am very conscious of all the work I've put into my singing because I'm not born with a nice voice. It's really the result of... You worked on it. Yeah. I'm still working on mm. it. I'm still working on it. But I've I've never worked as hard on anything as I have than on my singing, and you know there have been vic victims to that. My poor parents, you know, <laughs> hearing me for hours at home, or you know, anyone anyone who I think has listened to me. No, but look for the, the first the, ten years, ten or twelve years of the my fact music that you're career. saying this. I think there's also uh, from from the lyrics that I've heard before, and there's a sense of vulnerability. So you, as also an Arab male artist, um, it takes a lot of you know obviously a guts, and I appreciate that. I like that, uh, and to each his or her own way, kind of story as well. You're you're you have your own story, and you're writing your own story. I think. Look, I don't know. Devil's advocate. A lot of people, when they talk about songwriting, they talk about Ed Sheeran, for example, and he'd be the first one to say, "Hey, my voice is not like not the best, but I write really great." Um, I mean, you know, I think it's just the feeling. From we're about to hear something from you right now, and and people can obviously, you know, vibe with it or not, depend on them. But I'm just saying, for me, it's the feeling, um, the emotion that you're trying to convey. Uh, with the record, so maybe those people that you you met at these open mics, um, they connected with the guitar. Was these quick question? Was these musicians that told you that, or or fans? Because um, maybe musicians like, hey, great guitar, I need to have him play for me. Yeah, no, I <laughs> wish if it had come from a musician, I would have taken that really well. Okay, it's more members of the audience. Okay, that's um, very interesting. Like I don't know, that's 
I wouldn't I wouldn't reach out to somebody and say, hey, nice guitar. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, and you touched on it. It's, you know, you might not have the nicest voice, but it's the emotion you convey, right? For me, Ramzi, Ramzinho, for me, that's where I connect with you. 100%, and so, that's really how I feel yeah, as well. Yeah. But, so at these open mics, for example, I'd be going there and playing covers, and it's really hard to convey any feeling when you're playing somebody else's song. Fact. Unless, you know, it's a song you genuinely relate to. But in those cases, it's more about playing the songs that the people there know just so that they could enjoy listening to you. Fact. Right? So mm. there's always been a stark difference when I go gigging somewhere. I always sneak in in every set one or two originals. And those are the songs that get the best reception. Thank you. Respect. <laughs> Those are the songs that get the best reception, and it's only later they find out that I'll be like, thanks, that was actually one of my songs. Amazing. And they're like, you know, we could tell like, because there's like, a, there was a difference in how you delivered. Mm, I love that. Um, okay, so you, you got your, your guitar. Yes, sir. Um, is there a special story with this guitar or, or no? or like uh, This guitar? This is, specific guitar. This guitar is actually possibly my least favorite guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah, because... He, <laughs> For two reasons. Okay. For two reasons. It was bought out of pure necessity. Okay. I, was, I needed to play a New Year's Eve gig right outside Burj Khalifa. To me, that was like a big moment for me. <laughs> and my regular guitar just seemed to have a problem that day. So, and then boom. Yeah. So went in there real quick, <laughs> bought the first guitar I saw. It was a beautiful guitar. Yeah. But... How did that performance go? <laughs> it was just, yeah. It, it was just bought out of necessity. Okay. And so like it's hard... To, to feel emotions, yeah. Really. Okay, first I get of it. all, okay. and second, well, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, second is also is just when s- shortly after I bought this guitar, I kind of switched my act to electric bass. Mm, nice. And so I don't really have that many uh, memories with this playing okay. at a great show. Gotcha. Or you know, like this guitar did not exist when I lived in Rome. The guitar I had in Rome will forever be like my favorite guitar, guitar. you know? Like it's just a guitar with so many memories, so many like things yeah. attached to it. No, I love that you said that because I, I, I think it makes a difference, the guitar that you have memories with, you know, and, uh, you know, stuff like that kind of, yeah. It's the philosophical elements of music. But okay, what can we hear right now? Like what is it that you're about to play? Well, obviously this is your record. It's not out yet, but it's one of them. What's it called and um, what's it about? So um, this is my newest record. I wrote it must have been a month ago okay tops um it is about a very beautiful and very short moment that really turned things around for me and kind of wow brought me out of a really dark place and kind of set me up for this past month of yeah, doing really well, alhamdulillah. Oh, wow. I, I, I love that. See, that's a nice way to... Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, Remzinho on Pulse95 Radio. Catch a vibe um, whenever you're ready, fam. Um, again, go follow him. This is his, uh, obviously, original. Does it have a title or not yet? Um, it's got a title, but for the purpose of okay. this radio show, we're going to call it Why Aren't You Here Tonight? Just nice. to avoid any... Um, nice. Yeah. Someone yeah. to be like taking the title or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Ramzinho, right. take it away. Pulse 95 Radio. You came back into my life healed me by surprise you managed to put a smile on this silly little face and now you've gone outside a few miles from my eyes and i don't think that i can bear the loneliness of you not being here tonight why are you here tonight you by my side tonight tonight and every night spectacles upon your face 
Adolescence was the phase The last time that I saw you Before you disappeared without a trace Twenty-six and armed with grace Little firecracker of a babe Point fell through, I tucked you in Oh, do you think of what could have been? Why are you here tonight? Won't you by my side tonight? Tonight and every night. Okay. into my arms knock me flat onto my back like you did that one night when you looked in my eyes and said damn <laughs> and I knew what that meant yeah, you knew what that meant We both knew what that meant Why are you here tonight? Won't you by my side tonight? Tonight and every night Tonight and every night Hey! Thank you very much. Dude. Yo, see? So it's a, a, a respect. Um, it's, um, it's interesting that you're saying that this was a, like a short moment that impacted your... Um, that impacted you. It, it's really nice. And now, obviously, you, doc- you, you documented it with a record. Um, and see, ladies and gentlemen, this is why one of the examples of like songwriting. So you could you could see this is obviously something that you know you went through and it impacted you in a, in, a, in a certain way. You decided to write a song about it. Um, I connected with that record. Yeah, I didn't go through the same experience, but I connected with that record a lot. Um, I really like it, um, and I still have a lot of questions about you not releasing your own. Like seriously, in terms of like you know, I'm going to talk about that up next. People forget. We live in a world where everything is cluttered. You have like I don't know millions of records released maybe every single day or something like that. So um, or week. Uh, so I, because I'm a fan of you, I want you to you know start dropping these records because it's a journey. Uh, but yeah, we, we talked a little bit about that. We're going to continue the conversation with uh, Ramzini right now. Let's hear. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this artist. His name is Michal Temer. Um, I'll make you hear his music. Uh, he just released a record called Painful Paradise. Okay. And what's cool about this, Ramzino, and I think you'd appreciate this, um, Mishal is Saudi Ecuadorian. And what, what he was, he just finished touring with One Republic. All right. <laughs> See, there, he's, a, he's a, obviously a young guy, young kid. Uh, touring with One Republic, just for the people who are listening, how big of a deal that is to tour, not to open for, tour with them as One Republic. Huge. Yeah. That's huge. And it's a big deal. So he just finished that. And to to top it all, you know the the game Assassin's Creed? Yes, sir. He has the feature song with One Republic, Mirage, Assassin's Creed Mirage. So, yeah, I'm telling you. And and, and I'll tell you his story. It's incredible. So he was very passionate, continuous to do is so let's listen to Painful Paradise by Michel Temer and we'll be right back I am with singer-songwriter Ramzinho ladies and gentlemen Pulse95 Radio Catch a vibe with Big Hess only on Pulse Pulse95 only on Pulse95 Radio Chargers first and only English radio station obviously Catch a vibe um, Pulse's first and only music dedicated radio show um, it's been just really incredible and I hope we reached 100, 500, 1,000 episodes really of just interviewing and getting to know these incredible artists. I am with a singer-songwriter based in the UAE. His name is Ramzinho and um, we just heard him obviously perform one of his originals. Um, before we even go further, Ramzinho, 
Uh, I want to see your reaction when I play this. Um, let me see if you know this record. Listen, this is this is an intro to a song. <laughs> this is a live jam between Flea and John Frusciante, and they're going into one of their songs. Oh! And if I'm not mistaken, they're probably going into Californication. And listen, uh, this could be a wild <laughs> guess, but is this live at Slane Castle? That is it! Oh! You do not know how many times I have watched this concert. You have no idea. I even own it on DVD. But that's like a good intro. Man. The best duo. The best duo there is. Them two? Come on, Ramsey. <laughs> Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... For me, um, what, what 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 does what does live performance mean to you? Because you have a you have like you said, you know you want you want to impact people with your music. When you see like stuff like that, and you, you what does it mean to you to to live perform? Man, so when I see guys like this, yeah. First of all, it's man that 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 connection that connection that they have, mm. right? They understand each other on. A different dimension that you and I could understand each other, right? They understand each other musically, kind of telepathically, yeah. and they yeah, just, yeah. you know, it's like they they, just, they're in a realm. Yeah, they just realm. like look at each other and they know exactly what to play, kind of to what rhythm, have you, how to ha- complement each other. Have you experienced something like that? With my band. Yeah. With my band, and like this is, again, I'm talking when we were 14 years old to maybe like 18 years old. Yes. And sadly, it's been very, very difficult for me to find another group of people who I can play and connect with like I did with those three boys. You, uh, so after this band, you haven't really... Uh, you, been in another band? Yeah? No, not okay. really. I've, Have you been asked? Uh, I've performed, you know, yeah. uh, but like never never a constant band. Okay. You know, okay. more kind of like because a session musician for the, that particular yeah thing. the UAE is filled with musicians obviously and there's always like people playing with each other and stuff like yes. that so um, that brings me to this question I want you to be as very honest as possible okay so <laughs> you've been in the UAE music community because I don't call it a scene yet it's more like a community and it's growing hopefully you'll be a scene or be an industry um, what do you think about it Ramzini like from your standard point because a lot of people say Has you always ask this question and and you know to somebody like oh who hasn't dropped a record yet but you have performed in and around in the UAE you know the musicians right here that do the, the, this kind of you know music so what are your thoughts about it from your standpoint so I'll tell you um, it's it's grown and developed a lot yeah from let's say when I used to play with my band back in 2005 2006 mm. to what it is now course right it's grown so much so much great talent so many more opportunities and there's a but. to play <laughs> there's always going to be a but and that but is right now you go out chances are you're going to see a live musician yes but the place you're going to did you really go there for the live music no that's my point right so okay so that's a great point that you touched on whose fault is it is it the venues is it the artists that are saying yes to all these, oh, okay, come and do covers. I've heard from many people at Ramzinio saying that, you know, we, we, we're forced to play covers because that's what pays the bill. Does that really hurt the artist? Does that hurt the music? All these questions. Um, it hurts only because that is the only current option. If you had two options and that other option being, you know, go to Europe, go to the US, even go to Lebanon, mm. not that far away. There are venues that are just music venues. And the people who go there are going to discover new music or listen to, you know, a local musician that they are a fan of. They're going there for the music. I love that. And so... I love that you said that. And and, and so so just to confirm, a place like that doesn't exist in the UAE? No, no, no. I wouldn't say and, it and, does. And you know a lot of venues, obviously. Yeah, I wouldn't say it does. What does exist is... Uh, little movements mm. that okay. will rent out a venue and host a night specifically for the music. Okay. But in terms Correct. of just Correct. music venue, uh, I wouldn't say there is one. See, this is why I love talking to musicians. Like, he's tapping into something very important right now. Okay, so 
let's say you have the decision and the ability to change that. What would you do? Like what? Launch a space? Multiple spaces. Multiple spaces. Mul- multiple spaces. And it can't just be me alone. Mm. It needs to be many people, right? You need to kind of really create... A culture of that. Don't you think though some people like you know I know that some people have launched open mics here and there, uh, you know, and they 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 trying their best in a way. And listen, that's perfect and that's great. And you know, um, you know, there's been go play the world yeah. with their open mics. Yeah. Um, I know Jay Abu is hosting yeah. a really yeah. great one right yeah. now at the yeah. Paramount, and there have been like many other people who have hosted open mics, and open mics are great, but. They are open mics. They are not a music venue. Okay. Right? You want a place that's known when you're going there. There's going to be an original act playing his own music. And, you know, might be two, three people on the bill that night. And this is what we're going for. And anything that's provided in that venue is, you know, just a bonus. Oh, wow. Whether it's food, drinks, whatever, it's mm. a bonus. Whereas, I love that you said that. I had a conversation with Abri. I'm sure you're familiar with Abri. Yes, one, one of our legends right here. Yeah. And we were saying, um, we were talking about the, the music community and how, obviously, we're talking from a fan perspective. He's like, man, sometimes you play and, you know, someone is eating their burger or talking and you just want them to shut up <laughs> and listen. I'm like, why don't we come up with a place that you're not allowed to speak inside, you only listen <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the actual music. Um, would you like something like that? <laughs> I would love something like that. And that's that's how it is uh, uh, in those venues I'm referring to yeah. uh, abroad, right? You go there, you make one sound, everyone else in the room is just going to look at you, give you a dirty eye, or try to shush you, right? You know what's interesting about what you just said as well? Do you think, because the UAE is also a melting pot, and this is why it's facing a lot of difficulty in finding its sound as well, like as a vibe, I feel... There's 190 plus nationalities in this beautiful country. So a lot of people call this place home. Yeah. It's not like, you know, for example, you know, I don't know, Spain or fr- France or there's a lot of people from that, you know, country. Do you think that plays a role in it? Because a lot of people like different kind of music. South Africa would like South Australia, England, and then you have the Arab diaspora. It's a lot. It's a lot, but... You know what? We all listen to the same radio music channels. Music. Okay. So we all listen to the same music <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we all kind of seem to like the same music. So mm. I don't think that plays uh, a part. It's usually, culture. Yeah, culture. And, you know, people, when they go out, usually on the weekends, they go out with intent. And that intent is not, let me find a great live musician. Oof. And I think also what would really help is, you know, uh, normalizing busking, yeah, and you know, not getting in trouble for it, yeah, yeah. Um, I know some people try to, uh, like, there was a couple of times busking in the metro, but they, you need to permit for that. I, I, I really like that you said that. Everything that you said, I think it's interesting. These are like some pointers uh, that maybe someone can take, and uh, but I, I agree with you 100%. It is a cultural thing. I think if we ask the listeners and everybody tuning in. In what intent you go out and do you listen to the live music that's playing? The majority of them will be like, it's just background sound. Sadly. Sadly for us, right? Yeah, you ask them, why are you going out? Well, it's brunch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, there just happens to be a musician on the side, but see, I'm going be- out for brunch. Because I work in radio, I like, I connect with the artist and I see it. I've, absolutely. But I think everybody else, you're right. Brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Brunch, ladies' night. There's so, like some sort of occasion mm. every single day. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, look, listen. If if that kind of provoked your thought, we meant for that to provoke your thought. <laughs> um, you know, definitely SMS us four two one five and definitely get in the conversation. But he has. It's an interesting way, obviously, of of looking at things. Um, Ramzino, I'm going to put you on the spot again. Um, you have another chance of playing uh, a record right now. Okay, it doesn't matter locally, regionally, internationally, whatever it is that we feel like. What would you choose? <laughs> These questions. <laughs> These questions, man. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Play Change Tomorrow by Jay. Oh, I was, I was going to hope he said that. I wanted him, Jay, to say that. So he did. It's one of my favorite records. One of my favorite, too. I like one it. One of my favorite, too. I remember being there when he just had one verse Oof. and it was just on the piano. I'm like, Jay, this is 
a favorite one of yours. Mm, agree. Yeah, I like that record. But then again, and every then single time, ADHD, every single like, time he has ADD. a new song, I'm like, <laughs> that's my favorite one. Yeah. That's my favorite one. But change tomorrow, the way it started, and Facts. this was like a few years ago, is just beautiful. I love it. I so, truly, yeah. truly love it. By the way, we play this record on rotation. Hopefully, when you release your record, we'll also be like on rotation. Yeah, well, change- a few weeks <laughs> from now, inshallah. <laughs> change tomorrow, J. Abu. Keep a lot. We're going to be right back um, with our final, uh, obviously, segment with Ramzin. You do not go anywhere. Catch a vibe with Big S only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you're listening to us, obviously, on 95FM or the Charger Broadcast Authority or Pulse95Radio.com, um, obviously, Catch a Vibe airs every Saturday and Sunday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. I am with singer-songwriter Ramzinho, who's um, who's throughout this chat, really, I'm, I'm so impressed with how he's thinking, but the only thing that kind of keeps me from kind of diving deep is obviously is not releasing his own original music yet. So let's address this. Obviously, you're working on uh, releasing something in, um, let's say, in a month or so um, or six weeks. I want to know from you, uh, why did you choose that specific record? And and this is the big question. Do you have a plan, a role Roll up, what do you call it? Like roll a out plan. Roll out, roll out plan. Um, there is there is a roll out plan. Okay. I need to start putting the work uh, towards that plan. Okay. It's also something I'm, I'm kind of dreading because <laughs> put me on stage in front of many people and that's completely fine. But ask me to take my phone and start just like speaking to my phone and post that online. That scares me. <laughs> Wow, that scares me. Yeah, I feel very uncomfortable doing that. So, uh, yeah, but okay, okay, okay. Let, let's challenge that a little bit. You you don't have to actually speak like do a video saying you dropped a new record. You can just drop a new record, type in that you dropped a new record. I know yeah. everything is visual right now, and but at the end of the day, we want you got followers, right? Yeah. Even followers that are growing up every day, and they want to hear from you. So I get it. You know, uh, look, there's no easy way to say this. What I'm trying to say is. You got to dive in. Yeah, <laughs> I got to dive in. And, you know, uh, the dive is happening in the coming days. So, <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, can you tell us anything about this record that you're dropping? Or Yeah, so it's called um, Give Me a Break. Give Me a Break. Uh, I think the title is self-explanatory. Okay. And I think it's a song that everyone will, will relate to because I think we all need a break. Whether it's not now, then we've definitely needed a break in the past. Facts. And you know what? And if, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to take a break. And you know, if you're lucky enough to have never felt that feeling, good luck to you because you're going to feel it soon. You know? Wow. It's, Do you address all these things in the record? Uh, from a personal perspective, yeah. From a personal perspective, yeah. So I wrote this song uh, like in the midst of COVID. In the midst of COVID, I think... That's the one time everyone in the world kind of felt the same. Uh, I wouldn't say the song is necessarily about COVID, but again, it was just where I was at that point in time. And yeah, I really needed a break. And it was a break. It's not just a break from work or a break from certain things. It's mm. a break in general. Like Oof. I needed life to give me a break because life had just been throwing. Bombarding. Too life, many li- things. Life is me. doing life things. Yeah, life um, is doing life things. And it was being pretty mean. <laughs> I hear you. It was being um, pretty mean. So I'm going to go south a little bit. When you're performing and you're getting into the music thing, um, what does the family think about all this? Um, a first... Knowing, obviously, as a as an adult family, yeah. there's always the... Listen, hey. at, at first, as a teenager, it's... Uh, yeah, no, you know, you can do this for fun, Hobby, but, like, no, you're no. going to university and, like... That convo. Yeah. Um, I think, seriously, that happened to every single musician, especially in the region. Yeah, especially <laughs> in the region. Yeah, there's, like, no avoiding it. We all have that same backstory. Um, I moved back from Italy, mm. and I started going to the open mics, yeah. and it was like... Are you really going to like go Ishar during uh, the weekday and come back and sleep late for work and wake yeah. up tomorrow tired? I'm like, guys, like work is work. That's something you guys care about. This is something I care about and this is my real work. So, yeah, if I have to do it late at night and suffer the next day, I will. Wow. Um, 
slowly after that, uh, I started uh, playing professionally and getting okay. paid for uh, okay. playing. This is where they changed, I guess. Or not yet? Not, not immediately. Oof. But there is uh, a one point, 2018, 2019, the family moved back to Lebanon. Okay. You know, they went through a very hard time. And all of a sudden, uh, this money I was making from music was not just helping me, but it was helping them. Oh, and it was helping them, like, you know, alhamdulillah. 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 So at that point... So kind of that you, you proved yeah, your point. They're like, you know what? He can do this. And what's really nice is that they ask about it now. You know, when I got... Uh, so I recently tore, tore a ligament in my thumb. I haven't been able to performed for the past eight months oh, man. they were so concerned about it and you know they've shown a lot of care and interest for my music even this song that i just played uh, earlier and this is the nicest thing this was this summer and it's not something my parents have ever asked of me but you know i was speaking to my mom we were in the car and i was telling her yeah i wrote this new song and everything she's like can i listen to it oh wow that, that must I'm be like, of, you know i've they know I have many songs or they know that, you know, I play and I have like this whole repertoire. Not once have they asked, you know, for me to play or come watch me play or whatever. So it's the fact that she's like, but some, uh, some money, yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And like, I played it for her in the car and she was like <laughs> silent throughout, not a single emotion on her <laughs> face. And then the song ends and she turns to me. She's like, it's really nice. And man. That to me. That to you was like. It was like. Oh man. Yeah. Respect. Respect. No, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, and I uh, also my dad. You know, like mm. bless him. Now, he's never been one for music, but since they moved to Lebanon, uh, he's been listening to a lot of music, and he kind of has this one YouTube playlist with all his favorite songs. You know, <laughs> from like his childhood yeah. and whatever. And there are a few of my own YouTube videos that are just added on this playlist, and he's like playing them on repeat so you know like i um i would visit lebanon once or twice a year and whenever i'd be home you know by coincidence wow one of, one of those videos would be playing i'm like that's nice yo that, that's that, nice that's that, really cute i like it they won't say anything to me about it but man you know. yeah thank you so much for sharing that and um as we're um i was i was as we are towards the end um, a couple of quick questions right here. What would you say, Ramzinho, is like the most challenging thing you've been through in terms of so far from, from the beginning of your journey till now? And how did you pass through that? Musically? Musically. Musically would have to be two really bad injuries that, you know, stopped me playing music for nearly a year and just the recovery period of it. So at first, 2015, uh, I broke my wrist and my right oh, hand. How? Playing football. Oh, football. Football. Both so sports injuries. It's, it's, I'm it's, very injury prone, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's following you everywhere, football. Yeah. Eight broken bones in as many years. Oh, man. Yeah, and that's apart from other what do you injuries. Do? You, fl you fly when you play. What, what, I want to play against you. I don't know, man. <laughs> but so, yeah. Okay, Alf Salama. Thank you. Your wrist and? And uh, uh, torn ligament in my thumb, which, yeah, still recovering from, but making my return to the stage yeah. in a few days. So, yeah, yeah. very excited. Oof. So, um, yeah, wow. Um, okay, so you're looking forward to your next, obviously, releases. Um, are you are you playing anywhere consistent right now? If anyone is listening to us, uh, do you have a residency somewhere that can, you know, somewhere yeah. people can go and see you? Come this Friday, I will start my weekly residency at Stars and Bars nice. in Yas Marina. Okay. Uh, which I'm really excited for because I feel... You're on at what time? I'm on 8 p.m. to 11. Okay. Uh -huh. And for me, I mean, my the two things I love most are music and sports. Uh -huh. For me to play in a sports bar, oh, wow. which has a reputation for good music and a good crowd that's attentive to the music. Okay, okay. I could not be happier. Wow. I couldn't have asked for more. And so I'm really excited. Well, we're talking about that, and that's really incredible. Um, I want to say thank you so much for coming through, man, and, and, and joining me. It's, it's an honor. I want you to come back to the show again once that record drops promise me um, no and I, I want you to know that musica um, you know and everyone has their own taste of music I want to know your story you, you educate me about a group today the parcels right more so they have their own story Ramzino you have your own story Jay Abu has his own story 
Everyone has their own story. I want you to promise me I want to know your story, Ramzinio. So the, the covers are cool. The way you do it is cool. But who's your story? And in order for you to do that, we need to hear your body of work. Absolutely. And the body of work, singles, well, a singer, well, a singer, and a single, and then obviously you have the EP, you have an album, whatever it is. You need to drop these. When I say need to, because I need to hear what Ramzinio is thinking about. You know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana, whoever they is cool. You know, but... What is Ramzin you thinking about? So, um, listen, by the end, I want you to tell me um, something that you would tell anybody that believed in you from day one. What would you tell them? Like people who have been rocking with you from the first day till now. What do you tell them? Honestly. Um, That's your camera if you want. Guys, <laughs> to all of you who have been following me since the very beginning, I know I say it to you every time I see you. And perhaps you don't believe it, but there's nothing, nothing, nothing more special to me than you guys having been there from the very beginning, um, seeing kind of the journey I went on. And some of you embarked on that journey with me. And my favorite, favorite gigs are always the ones that I get to play for those people who have been there from the very beginning. Nice. That saw Ramsey then Ramsey in a band, huh. then Ramsey alone, uh-huh. and then Ramzinho, mm. and kind of the different phases and evolutions uh, in music, in songwriting, in performance. It means the world to me. So wow. Thank you, guys. I love you so much. What a speech right there. I like that. I like that. Man, as, as, like, like, it's incredible. We're definitely going to have you again, but... Uh, what would you say is your biggest evolution, Ramzinho? Like uh, from from ever since you started, what 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 is it? I think I'm in the midst of it right now. Okay, so you step. See, I'm telling you guys, Ramzinho, um, go check him out and show him love, show him support. Where can people reach you on the gram? Uh, Ramzinho on Instagram, it's R M Z N H O. Easy to find. Very easy to find. Easy to find. Definitely click that follow button. Thank you so much, Ramzinho. I wish Thank you all you the so best, much, my brother. brother. Uh, coming through right here um, we love you guys we salute you want to see you guys hopefully tomorrow with a new talent um, you know and, 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 and a new artist um, Ramzinho blessings and peace look forward Man. to playing your records on the radio all my love to you thank you so much for not what you do just for me but for all the artists Bless not you. in the UAE in the region uh, you are really kind of the voice we need we try to kind of you know we try. You, Put you, our names out there. So. You guys inspire me as well. Um, you know, so thank you. What about we finish with Californication? Let's go for yeah. it. Californication. We're Let's playing go. that. Ladies and gentlemen, peace and love. Ramzin, you have a beautiful night. Habibi, love you so much. Thank you for everything. Peace and love. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a new episode of Catch a Vibe. Set up. Set up.